Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome. It is 8.07. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always yes. Special guest in the studio, Charlie Stone, former Mary County Commissioner and Chair, and now running for state rep, House District Twenty Four. Good morning, Charlie. How are you? Well, good morning, Bob. Good morning, Greg. How hey, it is is good to see you. But gosh, it's been years uh, since I actually got to see you face to face. And uh, this isn't your first rodeo. Um, you've been in in politics. What's uh, what's driving you back to want to do this again? Yeah. Uh, very good question, Bob. Uh, number one, I feel like that uh, with my experience and my knowledge and this open seat, it's the right thing to do. And I base that on the number of years that I've had, um, eight years on the county commission doing local government and eight years in the Florida House prior to this doing statewide government. So I'm the experience, ready to hit the ground running. So I'm, I'm there. Uh, would you uh, find yourself in, in good company uh, politically and on the same page, you think, as the governor? Absolutely. Um, Bob, I've had the pleasure of working with the governor two years before my term ended, and I supported all of his priority bills. Uh, I've had a number of conversations with his his staff about different issues that he sees in the near future. So, yes, sir, I'm uh, very much online and uh, can't say I'm actually endorsed in this campaign by the governor because he's choosing not to endorse any candidate. But I will tell you this. I was selected to represent the governor as a trustee on the College of Central Florida. And the governor is very choicey on who he picks to represent him on a on a trustee board. So I was I was honored to be chosen as that trustee. All right. Well, this is uh, going to be a somewhat of a short season, I guess, from the perspective that you have the primary coming up March 7th. And it's for a position like this, kind of a crowded field already. Mm-hmm. Um, your take, I guess, on what would make you different from other uh, Republicans uh, that are running in the race. We assume there's a level of conservatism uh, amongst you. Is there any things that you'd like to point out? Yes, there is, Bob. Uh, All of the candidates are campaigning on the conservative Republican Party ticket. So I say in that issue, we're all the same. But what distinguished me from all the rest of them is I have the experience. I have the knowledge. I have the life experiences that go along with that. Sometimes it's not what you have in front of you that it counts. It's what you've experienced in the past, and you know what to stay away from. As you might well know, in Tallahassee, there's a lot of bombs. There's a lot of places that you can get misled, and you can actually step into an area that you need not be in. Well, I know that. I was there for eight years, so I know what to do and when to do it at the proper time. You feel like if you get elected, you could hit the ground running, so to speak? Absolutely, and that's critical, too, Bob, because if you look at uh, this particular house race, 
It, our legislative delegation consists of three House members and a senator that are all terming out in 2024. So when if you looked at the 2024 election cycle, we will have all freshmen mm-hmm. representing Marion County. Well, as you know, freshmen tend not to get a lot done the first two years. Harder to get elected. on committees, assignments, very, uh, very get difficult. time on the floor, et cetera. Sure. Very difficult. Well, I don't feel like Marion County deserves to be put on the back row. So I'm there to to pick out the ball and run on the first day. Well, that makes sense because really Marion County could serve as a model in many ways of the way you've, you've uh, had growth, but yet you've had some you know control to it. You're bringing businesses uh, uh, to the community. I mean, there's a good story to tell. I think yet you're uh, you understand that you know it's also a horse community and and how important equine is. And uh, well, you know what, with horses and farms and all that. Uh, let's. Uh, what, what are you going to do about illegal immigrants? Let's not fool ourselves. We know many of them may be employed in those areas. You are correct. Illegal immigration is a big issue, not all over the United States, but certainly in, uh, in the state of Florida. Uh, I was told just last week that we actually have uh, busloads of illegal immigrants being uh, offloaded in Marion County already. Well, we have to stand with the governor on that. We have to absolutely uh, try to do our very best to make sure that we don't have that influx of illegals coming to our county and living off of our taxpayers. Uh, I'm all for the governor. If he uh, asks for money to ship them elsewhere to these uh, sanctuary city locations, I will back him 100%. That should not happen in our county. should not be burden of our taxpayers. Question out of left field. Yes. So uh, keep that in mind. That, but, you know, this isn't something that's really been talked about. It's an idea I just came mm-hmm. up with. Is there a mechanism where in the state of Florida there could be a sort of a, a work program like the federal government does it? You, you could get a work permit, mm-hmm. a green card and come in, especially in the ag community. It's, it's sorely needed. Could we do it at a state level and still be within the bounds of the federal law? Uh, I think there is, Bob. I think there's some room to work on that. Uh, I don't know if it's been practiced anywhere else in the United States, but I'm sure there's a model out there that we could probably capitalize on in some other location. I did something that was similar to that. It didn't have to do with illegals, but it had to do with inmates. Um, We are constantly releasing inmates from our, our judicial system and putting them back out on the street with no resources to work with or skill so sets, I, yeah. I sponsored a bill in the florida house that uh, actually mandated our correctional centers to at least provide a, a, a valid id so that these individuals that's being released could at least open up a bank account or go check into a hotel or something so we could do the same thing with illegals we could make sure they were verified and uh, perhaps seek employment and i think with state and local government we could actually employ some of these and in my community, the horse farm the industry absolutely needs some of those type workers. All right. Just send me a shout out when you uh, propose that bill. Yes, sir. Will <laughs> do. I'll give you credit for it. Bob. All right. And then there's a constitutional carry. This HB 543, this is not uh, the bill that I thought we were going to get. It's way watered down. It doesn't provide for open carry at all. Um, I guess my question is, I know you're a strong Second Amendment guy, so you, you, know, you tell me what you think, and then would you work to make this bill better if you got elected? Yes, sir, Bob. I absolutely would. And uh, thank you for mentioning that I have always had an A-plus rating by the NRA, and I will continue to do so. I was one of a very few in the Florida House that actually stood with 
the NRA and this, you know, all through my eight years that I was there. Yes, this bill has been watered down. It's nowhere near what it started out to be, and I would work diligently to get it back. Constitutional carry, as you know, was the law of the land for many, many years in America, and it's been changed over the years to where it's, uh, well, it's a... It's really hurting our Second Amendment rights, so I would try to restore it. I am a, a, a concealed weapon permit as well as my wife, and we believe in our use of our firearms. We are trained, like everyone should be, mm-hmm. to use them properly. So, yes, I would. I would absolutely uh, encourage uh, all my fellow House members and senators to do the very best that we can to restore the rights to carry. That sounds good. Final question now. Uh, this came from a caller earlier, and I didn't have a chance to look it up. But apparently, and I, I, I recall this early on with the vaccine stuff going around, there's a state law somewhere where should the government mandate it, meaning the state of Florida in this case, mandate it, you could be forced to have a vaccine. That's on the books, apparently, mm-hmm. before this whole outbreak. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And uh, would you work to maybe rescind this or change this this law, this Florida statute three eighty one point zero zero three one five? Correct. Yes, Bob, I would work to change that. Uh, I was unaware that that Florida statute even existed, but now that you mentioned it, I think we did enact that uh, probably in the early twenty twenty timeline when uh, we didn't know what the virus was actually going to do and and. We kind of shut down the whole state, if you recall, for a few months. Uh, That particular statute uh, could be repealed in its entirety or certainly changed to it's something that we could live with. I was was given that uh, statute recently, I'd say four or five days ago, so I haven't had an opportunity to really dig down to it and see what all needs to be changed. But I can tell you, yes, if it's still the law of the land to have everyone vaccinated, I am totally opposed to that. So I would do all I could to get it changed. Charlie Stone, running for state rep, uh, House District 24. That's the vacant seat. Uh, where can people go for more info on your campaign? Yes, sir, Bob. I have a website. Uh, actually, two ways you can get to it. Number one, you can have votechariestone.com or just plain old charliestone.com. They go to the same location and they have quite a bit of information or they can feel free to contact me. I'm available by cell phone number at any point in time. Harry code 352 266 5940. Feel free to contact me. Wow, fantastic. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Bob. Charlie you, Stone, Greg. appreciate it. Say hello to your uh, lovely wife, and maybe we'll get her on one of these days yes, as well, Marion County Commissioner. Yes. Uh, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.